0: I'm glad to be back with you for this next session on bringing RAIN to the parts of our life that need a healing attention. In this session, I'd like to focus on a key element in RAIN, which is the nurturing, our self-compassion. It's the end of RAIN. And we'll look at how bringing mindfulness and compassion to our inner life shifts our relationship with others. I want to start this session speaking personally. Um, Some years ago, when my mother moved down to live with me and my husband, it was a particularly busy, demanding time, and I was struggling with fitting her into my life. So I found many junctures where I felt pulled by anxiety about deadlines and showing up for the world, and also anxiety and guilt about shortchanging my time with her. And I remember one particular time when she popped into my office and I was too busy to engage with her. But then I watched her retreating form and I got this pang, you know, how long will we have together? So I decided to take a pause and do RAIN and the the R of RAIN was what you can imagine. I recognized that familiar swirl of anxiety and guilt and in those moments, the anxiety was predominant. And so I just named that, okay, anxious, And the allowing was just letting it be there, not trying to get away from it, knowing that if I could stay, I could find my way into a a better place. And when I investigated, I sensed the fear of failing, failing in my work. You know, if I didn't meet my deadlines, if I wasn't prepared for um, a class or a workshop, but also the failing in relationship with a dear one. And so I, for, I investigated more, I felt it in my body, put my hand on my heart and asked what that anxious part needed. And the need was to trust my own presence, my heart, my wisdom. In other words, to trust my goodness, that I care and that I'll, I will show up, whether it's you know when I'm teaching or with my mom, just to trust that. I, I think of that as trusting the gold. So I sent that message to myself trust the gold. It's a message I send a lot. And during the following weeks, when I'd feel anxious or guilty, I would just pause briefly and and move through the steps and just say, trust, trust the gold. And you know, at times I couldn't offer it to myself. I was feeling too tied up, but I'd imagine the love and presence of the whole universe, I sometimes think of the Divine Mother, just bathing me with kindness and, and, and respond and reminding me to trust. I relaxed more about getting things done. And, and I seemed more efficient and productive when I was working. But the good news is that when we were together, my mom and I, it truly was quality time. And when she died three years later, I was filled with gratitude for the many moments of presence and humor and just tender companionship we shared. You know, over the years, many people have told me that rain saved my life, you know, and I realized that rain saved my life moments with my mom. A shifting relationship, less stressing about work. And this was actually my motivation in writing uh, a book about rain because it had made such an impact in that relationship with my mother. Now, a comment the end of rain, nurture. For many people, it can be difficult to offer kindness to ourselves. And it's important to know that you can experience the end of rain, the nurturing from any source. You can imagine a benevolent grandparent who's no longer alive or it coming from your dog, that your dog is sending affectionate feelings or feeling yourself surrounded by trees that are offering you blessings or a spiritual figure. Uh, For me, that kind of sense of a formless presence that in some ways bathing me with the love of the universe. It takes practice, but we all need pathways to nurturing. Every one of us needs that Um, experiment really make it an experiment a sense what brings a sense of of nurturing it's wonderful sometimes to think of one psychologist who said it wasn't the survival of the fittest it was the survival of the nurtured so don't underestimate the power of even going through the motions of self-compassion it grows now Mindfulness and compassion towards our inner life enables us to open our hearts to others. When we know how to be with difficult feelings inside us, we can stay present when others have difficult feelings. Um, When we're not so possessed by our fears or insecurities, we're better able to see what others are going through. We can see their vulnerability. We can see their goodness. And then we can respond with the compassion and the presence we really want to bring to situations. I'd like to share another story that has stayed with me that illustrates this. And this was uh, an executive at an IT firm who was really known for his his brief views. And when his anger started causing difficulties in his marriage, that's when he uh, turned to mindfulness and that's when we got together and I trained him on how to apply RAIN to anger. So he'd become alert to the cues, you know, the angry thoughts and the feelings, and he'd recognize anger. He'd mentally whisper, angry, angry. He'd allow, he'd let the experience be there, kind of pausing with the anger, not acting out, which is the big the big and powerful interrupt of the pattern. So he'd recognize it, he'd let it be there. And then when he'd investigate, he'd, he'd feel the feelings in his body. And it was like, you know, that swelling feeling of hot air wants you to move and do something to release. And the nurturing was just to say to himself, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. As he reported to me, over the following few months, when he'd get triggered, about 25% of the time, he didn't say anything he regretted, which really was an improvement. He told me about one of those times, and that's what I wanna share with you. He was meeting with a, a project manager who admitted that the team had fallen behind in their schedule, their schedule on a major project, and that he personally had let a few things fall between the cracks. Uh, This is normally when this executive would have pounced. So here he is, he's feeling the rising irritation. And instead of saying anything, he just, you know, angry, angry, pausing, breathing, feeling it, saying it's okay, pausing again. He didn't blow up. In fact, his presence was deeper. He kind of took the guy in more and saw him And he just started appreciating his honesty and a sense of commitment. So, not only did he not pounce, he expressed his appreciation. You know, that you're, I can see you're a hardworking guy and you're not the type to, you know, to let things drop without good reason. Well, this caught the manager off guard. And he said, You know, I didn't plan to say this. And he had tears in his eyes. He said, My wife has stage four breast cancer. I have two teens. And this has been a really, tough time. So they hugged. It was the first time at work this had ever happened. And he told me, you know, he said, they, he said, we hugged, there were tears, and a month earlier I would have unwittingly added to this man's burden by getting angry and shut down the possibility for human contact. He said, it was like I found my way back to being a real human being. So, as you can see, for this man, interrupting his angry patterning with rain allowed him to reconnect with the gold, with his sensitivity and his presence. And it opened the way to having a new level of connecting with people at work and at home. And this is what's possible that when we see the old stuck patterns and we choose to pause and we say, okay, let's deepen attention, recognize, allow, let it be here, investigate, see what it feels like, offer some kindness somehow, and then pause again and just notice what happened. There is a shift that goes on and it's what I call a shift in identity, a core shift in identity. Because we shift from that stuck self who is an angry self or an anxious self to a kind of presence, a field of presence and compassion that really is the depth of who we are. It gives us access to our most valued resources. I know that most of us have a longing to live from this, from this kind of presence and creativity uh, to love without holding back. So this is the gift of rain. It really reconnects us with the gold. And I think especially in times of crisis, trauma, racial violence, radical societal shifts, this capacity to come home to compassionate presence widens our circle of caring. It connects us with those who are different. It lets us be part of the healing of our world. So I'll close with a favorite verse from Thomas Merton. Then it was as if I suddenly saw the secret beauty of their hearts, the depth of their hearts where neither sin nor knowledge could reach, the core of reality, the person that each one is in the eyes of the divine. If only they could see themselves as they really are. If only we could see each other that way all the time. There would be no more need for war, for hatred, for greed, for cruelty. I suppose the big problem would be that we would fall down and worship each other. Thank you, my friends, for your attention. It's really my pleasure to be with you.